ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out (laughs) on this podcast. What we're going to talk about is the phone. No, I'm not talking cell phones. I'm not talking rotary phones. I'm talking about an era of the telephone. Um, now, for some of you, this may be more educational and entertaining than anything else. Because, quite honestly, you might not have been around for this era. For others, those of you who are in, you know, my age group, (laughs) this is going to be somewhat a trip down memory lane. Remember when the phone was the thing? And I'm talking about not your cell phone, but your house phone. Um, For me, uh, the phone really shaped my formative years. Um, I can remember what the phone meant to me in middle school. Uh, I can remember what the phone meant to me in high school. And I can also remember what the phone meant to me when I got to college. Um, and it was like three different things. So I'll touch on, I'll briefly touch on each one, um, in this podcast. Uh, But just to give you an idea, like the phone, at least for me and my friends uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, the phone was everything. (laughs) I mean, like you couldn't do nothing without the phone because the phone was your means of communication. It was the means by which you, you know, talk to your friends, talk to your homeboys. And in my case, it's how I talk to girls. (laughs) Uh, I like to tell people that I'm relatively shy and I think I am, but that's probably, probably not true. But, uh, you know, I think the phone is like where, you know, you, you, de- at least for me and, and cats in my era, it's, it's where you develop your skill. You, you develop the ability to speak and enunciate your words and, and be, you know, quick on your feet, if you will, when talking to other people, uh, I would venture to say that if you surveyed anybody 30 and up uh, that has a podcast, they have memories of the phone Um, and they probably spent a lot of time talking on the phone. Uh, You know, it's not like how it is now with, you know, technology or whatever. You know, people really don't talk on the phone that much or at least as much as they used to. And everything's done via text or email or whatever the case is. But um for me, yeah, the phone was everything. Um, I can think back to like middle school, right? The phone was a vehicle that allowed a young 12 Kyle as he was, you know, coming into his own and getting to know who he was and developing as a young man. Um, obviously to talk to girls. And I remember like, (laughs) I remember it's funny when you think about it because like, you know, this was some this was my house phone and everybody else's house phone. So you 
anybody could answer the phone. So if you call the girl's house, right, there's a chance that her dad could answer the phone. And I'm sure he didn't want some little peasy headed boy <laughs> calling his daughter. <laughs> and, you know, that's how fathers are. So, you know, I, I but I was always respectful. And, you know, anytime I called a girl's house or her dad answered the phone, uh, I would be like, hello, may I speak to Linda <laughs> or whomever? And, you know, I, I was always courteous and I was I was taught phone etiquette, you know, and. You know, one of the things about the phone was, uh, and this was hammered <laughs> into my head, um, you never call anyone's house late. Uh, the reason being is that, you know, people feel like when you call, when the phone rings, particularly late at night, it's bad news. So, you know, I was always respectful of, you know, not calling someone late at night. Uh, of course, that would change as I got, <laughs> as I got older. Um but it was, I remember a couple of times girls called the house and, you know, you know they kind of got cussed out <laughs> for calling late. And late, I mean, like, would be past 10 o'clock. Um, but I do remember, like, middle school in particular, uh, one of the things that I would do would be to get on the phone with my boys and then we'd call a girl on a three-way phone call. Um, and sometimes our three-way phone calls would sound a little like this. Hold on, I'm about to call my girl. I'm about to see how weak your game is. Shut up, old sis. You ain't even got one. Sissy, call sissy. Shut up. Hello? What's up? What's up? get your ass in here. I gotta go. Hold up, wait. Mark. Mark's want to know if he can get some cut up. Some cut up? Ain't no cut up going here. I'll cut your ass up. Sometimes. Not all the times. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, that's what you would do. Like, you call your boy, and then, you, then you'd be like, hey, man, call such and such. And, I like, I remember, um, <laughs> you go kill me for this. I remember we were in, like, I want to say we was in like maybe eighth grade or something like that. Yeah, it's probably like eighth grade. I would call my boy Zell. Um, and then I would be like, yo, call Katina. <laughs> and he would call Katina. Because like, and, and I, 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 I say this in, in gesture because Katina and I are, are great friends. And I've told this story thousands of times. But like we would call her house and it's really because I was interested in it. Now, it, in theory, it probably didn't make a lot of sense because technically you can't really rap to a girl if your boy's on the phone, right? But, you know, having your boy there, you know, he could have jokes and stuff like that and kind of, you know, break the mood or whatever. And girls would do the same too. Don't get me wrong. It would be plenty of times where a girl would be, if she was interested in you, she might call her home girl and then they call you. So I'm sitting at home chilling, you know, watching TV or whatever. Phone rings. It's, you know, I don't know, Linda. And not only is it Linda, but Linda is on a three-way phone call. And she also has her friend, Stephanie. 
And so now me and Linda and Stephanie are talking. Now, Stephanie is interested in me. Linda's just a, she, she's just a friend. She's just the, <laughs> the buffer, if you will. But this was what you would call a three-way phone call because it's technically three people on the phone. Um, and you would complete the call like that. And so that's what we would do. And to be honest, I know most of you are probably laughing right now. But I'll be honest. I don't know if it was just me and my crew that did this, but it seemed to me like everybody was doing this. Um, but that was the thing. You would call a girl, the girl that you really wanted to talk to, and you would get your homeboy on the phone. Or maybe sometimes be your homegirl, you know. And, you know, they just, they would just, they would be a part of the conversation. So you wouldn't, you couldn't really get too deep into the conversation, but um, they were a, you know, go between, if you will, a buffer. Um, and then eventually, you know, you could graduate to, you know, just talking to them one on one if you built up the nerve for that. Um, but yeah, I have great memories of middle school, uh, you know, three way phone calls. Um, I think one of the things about the phone that you had to do is, again, you had to have phone etiquette. Um, this wasn't the time of caller IDs or star 69 to find out who called. So I did have a couple episodes where this girl would call and (laughs) if I didn't answer the phone, she would hang up and so like the number that I gave her wasn't even my number it was the number to my it was my aunt's phone number right and so the phone would ring in my aunt's room and so my aunt you know she's expecting phone calls just like anybody else would and she didn't mind you know me taking calls on her phone but you can't call and then you hear a woman's voice and hang up the phone so the phone would ring, ring, ring. And she calls my aunt, come running in there, pick up the phone. Hello? Click. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. So I got a couple of lectures about, hey, tell whoever these fast little girls call. I don't know why they had to, had to be fast little girls. But she always said, you know, tell these fast little girls to quit calling my house. And hanging up, you know, you speak your piece or whatever the case is, but you don't hang up the phone. So, um, I, I know who that, I know who it was, but I was just about to say her name. (laughs) Some 30 years later, I'm not going to air out. Um, but yeah, it was, that, that was always interesting. That was always interesting. Um, and like I said, I, I just, I learned phone etiquette. Um, now my mom, because at, at the time that I got to middle school, my parents had just gotten divorced. So I was living with my mom and my aunt, my brother, and my cousin. And so, you know, you got three, well, two teenage boys and a preteen. And, you know, we're all kind of fighting and competing for the phone, if you will. And, um, you know, we... We would be in competition to see who could get on the phone. And then like you had to you had to click over to. And what I'm about to say might fly over some of your heads, especially if you're younger. Clicking over means like there was an incoming like you're on the phone. You hear a beep. There's an incoming call. Well, you have to click over to answer the call. 
But if you don't click over, then, you know, the person that's calling never reaches, obviously, the destination of speaking whoever speaking to whoever they need to speak to. So that became a problem because like between me and my brother uh, and my brother's three years younger than me and my cousins, is, we're the same age. Um, again, young, young boys, you know, we're we're kind of competing for the phone and everything. So, you know, if my brother was on the phone and the phone beeped, it could be somebody calling for me. It could be somebody calling for my cousin, Eric. Or it could be somebody calling for my aunt. So you got to click over. And so, like, I remember my aunt would have these missed calls and her friends would be like, yeah, well, I tried to call you about 930 last night. Nobody answered the phone. <laughs> and my aunt would go off and she would be like, well, hey, who, who was on the phone last night at 930 because such and such called and they couldn't get through. Y'all better click over. So that was like a big thing in the house. You had to click over. Um, and nobody, I mean, like, because nobody has house phones now, and if they do have house phones, they don't use them, and the kids aren't on their house phones, you will never see this error again. And that's sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was always very cognizant of um, calling someone's house past 10 o'clock because my mom and my aunt didn't want any fast ass girls calling. <laughs> our house past 10 o'clock. So um, now if you were on the phone at, let's say I got on the phone at eight o'clock and you were just on the phone till 12 o'clock, then, hey, you know, cool, whatever. It's not, you know, nobody's phone is ringing basically uh, late. If you're already on the phone, that's cool. That that was a, the exception to the rule, but you couldn't, you know, they really discouraged us from calling someone late. Now, unless I got clearance from a girl who said okay well hey no it's cool you can call me at 11 or you can call me at 12 you know I wasn't gonna call a girl late you know now if she had her own phone <laughs> if she had her own phone in her room different story <laughs> because that's when you could get into the late night macking and that happened in high school and what I mean by late night macking is you're just on the phone and you are spitting your game now for me it was a kind of lot like that scene in um the movie the wood we were about macking and hanging but yo man it don't matter to me how fine a girl is ain't no woman finna put no leash around my neck Shit, I can't even button my shirt all the way to the top without getting nervous. <laughs> See, I'm just trying to kick it, you know? Hey, this is how I see it. We should play this game for life. <laughs> what game? Mackin'. Hanging. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Mackin'. Hanging. Mackin'. Hanging. Mackin'. Hanging. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Love that movie. Reminds me a lot of my childhood. Um, but yeah, um, it was about Mackin. And Mackin was just, you know, you just spitting game to a young lady, you know. Um, and that's really where the where the fun started in high school. Like you just you get a girl's phone number and you know, it's again, you know, very different from now nowadays, you know. I get. I would assume now you get somebody's phone number and you know you start texting or you, 
follow him on IG or something like that. But back then, nah, man, you get a girl's number, then, you know, you start talking, and then how serious you got really depended on how late she would stay on the phone with you. That's when you know you're getting kind of serious. If you could stay on the phone with her until the late night, I'm talking 11.30, 12 o'clock, primetime, quiet storm hours, she might as well be your girl because <laughs> you were so in there. Um, but yeah, late night macking. I remember um, I remember distinctly one night I had the phone in my room and there was another phone downstairs like in our living room and same line right and i was on the phone with this girl we were talking and i had i had football practice that day and you know got my homework done came back came home from practice got my work done ate dinner and you know i really didn't want to talk that long but you know, I was feeling the girl and she was feeling me. So, you know, we talking on the phone. Well, just, you know, <laughs> like the old people used to tell us, you know, you're just on the phone, just breathing. You know, you're not really talking. Um, and so anyway, I think it's probably about 12, 1230 on a school night. And somehow, some way. I fall asleep. <laughs> and so subsequently she falls asleep too right and I honestly I might have been asleep five minutes maybe but it's one of those things where you kind of fall asleep and it feels like you've been asleep for all night but you've only been asleep for like five minutes and downstairs my mom picks up the phone and she didn't know that I was on the phone so all you hear is her dialing numbers downstairs because she picked up the phone not knowing me. I was still on the phone. And so she's making a phone call. So she's pressing the numbers. And of course, she's not hearing anything. And then she's like, hello? Hello? And then so the girl says, Kyle, are you still there? <laughs> She shouldn't have said that. So my mom's like, and she, my mom is speaking again to the phone. Kyle, are you asleep on this phone? <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so embarrassing. And so I, so I, at this point, when I hear my mom's voice, I wake up. And I'm like, huh? I was like, oh, hey, ma. And my mom calmly says, Kyle, get your ass off this phone right now. <laughs> While the girl is on the phone, I was so embarrassed. But I was cool. I played it cool. I was like, you know, hey, you know, I'll call you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow at school. All right. <laughs> it was what I it was embarrassing. So my mom just told me she was like, look, you know, if you're tired, go to sleep. She was like, don't don't be falling asleep on the phone. So but I mean, that's what happens when it's when it's late night macking, man. You, what you do is back in the day, you would throw on. I, I referenced it a little earlier, the Quiet Storm, and Quiet Storm radio show, 
slow music. Um, you'd have that playing in the background, and you just talk to them, man. Yeah, and I think you know. Again, I think that's where like we called it macking, but at the same time, it was just like courting a woman, right? And I think, and I've said this before, I think courting is a lost art, right? I don't think it's done like how it used to be done or whatever like that. Cause you just, you got to know people, but you know, now it's things a lot different. I mean, but what do I know? I'm an old married guy, right? <laughs> but yeah, that was late night macking. Um, now one thing that really, really, really could make me upset is if you put me on punishment and I couldn't talk on the phone. You know how like some kids, you tell them, hey, you know, you're on punishment. You can't go outside. You can't go outside this week or you can't, you know, can't play your video games. You can't do this, can't do that. The worst punishment that you could give me, a young 12, would be to tell me that I can't talk on the phone. Have little fast ass girls calling my house and for my aunt to say, well, Kyle can't talk on the phone. He's on punishment. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That was so embarrassing, but it was effective. So I knew if my mom threatened to take my phone privileges, you know, if if I had to, you know, do my chores or whatever, I made sure stuff got done because, you know, you could tell me. I might be upset if you told me, okay, but well you can't go outside. I might be upset if you say, if my mom said, hey, you can't get in the pool this week, you know, because we had a pool. But nah, if you tell me I can't talk on the phone for a week, oh my God, <laughs> you might as well stab me with a rusty screwdriver. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so yeah, that and that happened a couple of times and that was the worst. You do not want to be on punishment and not be able to talk on the phone cuz so much stuff happens. Like, you know, it, I never got into like all the little gossip stuff, but girls would call and just say what's up and just you just felt like you were I mean, just imagine somebody just taking your cell phone for a week right now. That's how it felt. Like it, it you would feel so disconnected to every Now keep in mind you're going to school every day, but still. Um and the phone was um, it was it was it was really clutch for us in that era, too, because, um, you know, particularly like on holidays. And then when we went for uh, summer vacation, you know, relatively speaking, if your friends did not live in your neighborhood, for the most part, the people that you went to school with or your friends, you did not see them throughout the summer, at least, you know, where where it was, where I grew up. Uh, in Florence, South Carolina, you didn't see anybody. So, um, oh, I mean, you might see somebody at the mall or something like that in passing, but for the most part, most of your friends, if they didn't live in your neighborhood, you didn't see them. So the way that you were able to stay in touch was obviously the phone. So um, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't FaceTime or <laughs> hit them up on Snapchat or anything like that. So it was just different. So yeah, for me, being on punishment, not being able to talk on the phone, that really hurt badly. <laughs> um, now, by the time I moved to college and I went to college 
Uh, I was in college at South Carolina State University from 1991 until 1996. Um, by that time, long distance phone calls came into play. Um, and now that is a novel concept that may fly over your head, but long distance phone calls. Uh, and the reason being is because like you, with your cell phone now, like you could live in Los Angeles and call someone that lives in Seattle and it's no extra charge for that. Like you just, that's just a regular phone call. Right. But back in the day, you were charged per minute for any calls made outside of your area code. Um, for me, you could, even though in at that particular time in Florence, we were all in the same area code, you couldn't call like, I don't know, outside of a 30 mile radius. So like I lived in Florence uh, the capital of South Carolina is Columbia. Columbia is about an hour away. I couldn't call Columbia because that was a long distance phone call. So you'd actually be charged for that. Right. So and it didn't matter where you called in the you know continental United States. It was going to be a charge. Long distance phone calls really came into play. Like I said, by the time I got to college, for one, I'm away from home. So if I needed to call home. It cost. <laughs> it was a long distance phone call. Uh, if I needed to call my friends, because all of my friends, we didn't all go to the same college. It cost. If I needed to call family. It was a long distance phone call and it cost. And yes. If you wanted to call your girlfriend. It costs if your girlfriend wasn't at school with you. Uh, me, like a lot of people, I had a girlfriend at one point in time that was back in Florence and I'm making long distance phone calls or even better. You know, you get to school and then you meet girls and stuff from all over, you know, not just South Carolina, but all over you know, the United States. You go on break. You want to stay in touch with them. It costs. <laughs> and then subsequently, by the time I was a red shirt, red shirt junior, um, I met a young lady who would I would who I would eventually start dating and you know we would get married and have kids. Uh and she was from LA. So when she went home on her spring break or winter break or Christmas break, long distance phone calls. It costs. I remember this was after what, like a Christmas break or something like that. And so we were used to being on the phone, you know, when we were on campus, you know, for hours at a time. Well, you can't really do that with long distance phone calls. <laughs> so when the bill came, <laughs> when the phone bill came and it was like two hundred dollars, you know, which was a lot of money back then. You know, my mom really wasn't happy to see two hundred dollars worth of uh, long distance phone calls. And they're all going to this area code in California, in L.A. So, yeah, it costs. Um, 
so when you're, you know, macking, <laughs> you can't mac the same when it's a long distance phone call. Your mac got to be quick because there has to be something in the back of your head saying, hey, you know, I can't, this can't. You have to go into a long distance phone call with the intent on being on the phone for a specific amount of time. Uh, and that's something that you have to get used to because you're not bound by time when it's a local phone call. Right. So, like I said, the phone was just different. You had to deal with three way calls at one point in time. Uh, you're late night macking. Uh, you looked at the possibility of being on punishment, not being able to talk on the phone. And then, like I said, once I got to college, it was about long distance phone calls. And again, just to give you an idea, like the long distance, let's just say the long distance phone call might be a dollar a minute. You do a 30 minute phone call, that's $30. That's one phone call. <laughs> that's a Tuesday night. <laughs> And so, you know, you still got the rest of the week to talk, you know, so um, obviously that adds up uh, and the bills added up. And, you know, now we're at the point, obviously, where long distance, I'm a, I don't even know if if you look at your cell phone bill, I don't even know if long distance is even mentioned on you. It's just a foregone thing. Like, you know, as long as you're not calling out of the country, you know, you can call anywhere and be cool. And, you know, it's it's not a charge for anything um but yeah that was that was the the phone era that was a great time man it was a great time i really enjoyed that time and you know i, I think it's important that we look back on that time because that's one of the things that we'll never have again i mean it's not many things in life that you can say oh that'll never happen again. no i can honestly tell you that this will never happen again because technology will never go backwards like that. Um, honestly, I don't know if there's some little nappy headed boy somewhere, uh, maybe even one of the ones that's in my house. <laughs> I don't know if they're making three way phone calls. Uh, late night Mackin, I guess I wouldn't, I've heard them talk to girls. I wouldn't really call that Mackin. <laughs> they could probably you they could probably learn a thing or two from their dad but um you know times have changed but the phone and the memories will never ever go away ladies and gentlemen thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 kyle podcast uh be sure to download subscribe to the podcast uh the podcast drops every thursday be sure to check out uh some of the bonus content that will drop uh, periodically on Sundays as well. So it's very important that you sub you subscribe uh, again. That's going to do it for me. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.